I like to have like intense conversations and I felt like I was, I would get into these intense conversations and I get friend zoned and like, I don't know what about me like makes you want to cry and miss your ex. And like, that's a tough <laughs> pill to swallow. Um, but I like to think it's cause you know, you can open up to me. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. <laughs> wow, it's so low energy. Sorry, it's it's yeah. cold in New York. When was it to become fall again? <laughs> it's such a hot take. I'm walking around in all black. Just want to like smoke cigarettes and sit inside alone. And smoke cigs inside. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Anyways, <laughs> um, before we get started, thanks to Bake by Melissa for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Bake by Melissa makes perfectly bite-sized cupcakes in an array of unique handcrafted flavors. To get 15% off your order, visit bakedbymelissa.com. Enter promo code GGE when you sign up. Also, thanks to FabFitFun for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, wellness products for just $49.99 a box. These boxes always sell out. Use our code GGE to get $10 off your first box. Yes, and thanks to OkCupid dating app for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. The OkCupid app has tons of fun questions about the things you care about. It's your answers that lead to fascinating conversations and even better dates. Download the free OkCupid app today. And thanks to HERS for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. It's a new women's wellness brand that's putting your body back in your control. Get your first month of birth control from four hers.com slash GGE for just $5 right now while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. See website for full details. And we'll tell you guys all about these more later. These are some fun ones today. Big by Melissa, FabFitFun. I'm so amped for the ads. (laughs) Just so you guys know, New York Magazine said that we had some of the best ads in the business. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, they said that's they said you barely even know you're listening to the ads till they're like halfway through. That's pro stuff. Yeah, New York Magazine. New York so. Mag. Yes. Um, we have a super fun episode today. We have Kate Kennedy from Be There in Five. She's our new friend. She came from Chicago to record with us. I mean, I'm sure she had other stuff to do while she was here, but she recorded with us, and we're super excited to talk to her about relationship pressure and social media and dating patterns and all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, lots of her. fun hot takes on some some cool topics. I love her. Um, and Ashley has a new best friend now. <laughs> we're best friends. Um, all right. Well, we had two more stupid live shows last week in New York. If They're you guys so stupid, if you guys came out to the stupid live shows, we want to thank you for being a part of our stupid audience. Okay. So the very first thing I have to talk about for our shows were we opened them with Beachella in Brooklyn. So we opened them with these dancers from the dance studio, Banana Skirt here in New York City. Byron Freeman, he led with all these other backup dancers from the actual studio, opened with full-blown Everybody Mad dance sequence from Beachella into Crazy in Love, into the Before I Let Go Challenge. It was insane. I mean, he was so epic. He came out by himself and just the dance he did all on his own. People were like losing their minds yes. and then 10 dancers filled <laughs> yes. the stage. I can't stop watching the video. I like cry every time I watch it. Uh, People went crazy. I went crazy. I'm I'm actually jealous of everybody that got to watch it. Right. We were like trying to watch from backstage, like peeking around. It is on, it's in full on my Instagram, Ash S. You know, if you're not following me, go ahead. Um, but anyway, he was insane. He's also a singer. He's a, he's a single out right now called Relax by Retreatment. He's great. Also, okay, Banana Skirt. This is his dance studio here in New York City. Pop star inspired fitness dance, but choreography. It's not just like dance cardio. You're learning the routines to Beyonce, Britney, whatever. They did the Before I Let Go challenge and Beyonce had it on our Instagram story. 
What? Beyonce just put them on her Instagram story like yesterday. So we have something in common with Beyonce. Yes. Well, so Byron posted it and I thought they had put, I thought Beyonce had put our thing on her. I was like, if Beyonce put our video from our show on her story, but it wasn't. Can you imagine all of a sudden you had like, you'd have a million followers. It was them doing like a flash mob, but we really, we love them. You guys, this isn't an ad. We just want to promote this dance studio. They're so incredible. You can learn all these dances. You can take classes here in New York city, banana skirt. I think the website's bananaskirt.net. But anyway, we just, we asked them to give us a code so you guys can try it out. So 50% off your first three classes with code girls got a dance. Obviously that's the code. Um, and just, yeah, if you're really interested in learning the choreography and going to these amazing classes, Byron is an instructor there. He was the guy that opened our show and you can take them there. Um, again, it's banana skirt. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, Beyonce is a fan of them too. So it's insane. The before I look a challenge is my favorite. It was, I can't get over how incredible it was. I'm sorry that you guys, um, I'm sorry, that no, sorry if you missed it. Yeah. I'm sorry if you missed it. That's <laughs> I'm sorry that I missed it. <laughs> um, and, and then we had a couple of really cool guests. We had Mateo Lane and Andrew Collin who have both been guests on our show. Super funny comedians and super unique. They, I think, just brought so much to it. So we're really excited they could be a part of it. And we had a special guest on Wednesday night. Dewey uh, Duhess came to Brooklyn. We had Dewey on stage for his debut. Uh, sorry to people who came on Monday and missed him. He just didn't want to go to Brooklyn. He was just <laughs> like, I'm not going. No, we had to be there super early. So I couldn't really bring him. But we brought him Wednesday. He did great. He, he like sat on command for the first time in his life. Crazy. No, I'm just kidding. He was so like good and quiet. He was so great. Out. He looked beautiful. He just walked around the stage by himself. Didn't need any help. You just let him go. I know. I felt like I was like in best in show. I was like, here's Dewey. <laughs> He's a rescue mutt, 11 years old, 80 pounds, Pyrenees rough collie mix. And they checked his teeth. No, I'm just kidding. But he, he did great. Yeah, he did great. He's a star. Um, but whatever. I know that we talk about these shows, but I think that they're so much fun and yeah. they're such an epic experience. Um, for you guys to be a part of it. We love being a part of it with you guys. Um, with that being said, we yes. are announcing some more live shows finally um, for you guys. So um, this summer in July, I'm going to announce the first one and then okay. you can do the other ones. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really psyched to announce that we are going to be doing our first casino. Mm-hmm. So we'll be at Caesars Palace in Atlantic City yes. on July 12th. It's a Friday night. Come with all your friends, do a big girls night, girls trip down to Atlantic City. I cannot wait to be at this casino. Dress slutty. We're going to be this slutty. This is the sluttiest I'm ever going to look. Uh, Hervé Leger dresses. <laughs> yeah, Hervé Leger. No panties. <laughs> I mean, I've never worn an undergarment to a show yet, except one time I wore Spanx. But yeah, this is going to be slutty girls trip, bachelorette trip, casino. Like, I don't even know if we'll ever do a casino again. I mean, if we went to Vegas, but like Caesars Palace in Atlantic City, we're going to blow it out uh, Friday, July 12th, right after my birthday. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait. Um, I'm so, this might be the show I'm the most amped about. Okay. So we need to tell you guys about these tickets. Um, They're like on presale. We don't know what that means. <laughs> understand. We've never had to do a pre-sale I don't, before. Well, I don't understand what pre-sale means. They're on sale. They're on sale. All right. I'm sure we can't really bash this. Okay. But guys, we don't know what's going on. The tickets are going to be on sale. If you're listening to us on Monday, the 6th, the tickets are going to be on sale on pre-sale Tuesday, May 7th, tomorrow. If you're listening on Monday, starting at 10 a.m. I don't know. The... <laughs> Whatever this means, you can buy them tomorrow. They're They're, on sale. And the code is snackheads. (laughs) So S-N-A-C-K-H-E-A-D-S. Snackheads. Go to, we'll have the link on our our website. website. We'll have the code on our website. website. But if you are listening to this fresh out the gate Monday morning, they will not start being on sale till tomorrow, Tuesday at 10 a.m. 
They will be totally on sale, no pre-sale code needed to the public this Friday. They just want to know that you really want it, you know? Like, they want to make it as complicated as possible. So. I don't know. I just, I've never understood pre-sale. It basically means there's, like, people that are VIP ticket holders, people that are VIPs of the hotel, the, and Amex VIPs, and they want to offer like, that stuff yeah. to first with a code. Okay, so, right. So, you just need a code. So, Snackheads it is. Again, That we'll have this on the website. So, AC tickets pre-sale this week, whatever that means. Um, and then <laughs> we are going to Phoenix, July 14th, Denver, July 16th, and Salt Lake City, July 18th. I have never been to Salt Lake or Phoenix. I am so excited. I'm so excited. And I feel like the men are going to be so hot. I have a couple things to say about this tour. <laughs> we slipped and said Denver last week. And all week we've been getting... Raina said something about Denver because we knew we had the show. We just hadn't announced it yet. So we got messages from you guys all week long. Of, I heard you say Denver. I heard you say Denver. So yeah, Denver. I thought about this last night. I was laying in bed. I got so angry. I used to have a Phoenix Sun starter jacket and it was orange and purple. I've got it because the colors. What do I know about yeah. basketball? Yeah, we, no, we all know. Same. I don't know a lot about yeah. basketball. So Phoenix Sun's starter jacket back in like middle school. And a years ago, I was like, oh, I could really use that because they like came back. It's so cool and vintage. And I called my mom and she's like, oh no, we took all this to Goodwill. I almost like cut her. <laughs> I was so mad. Can you imagine just ro- rolling out in Phoenix with an old school Phoenix Sun Star jacket no, on stage? She really, she really fucked us. I know. Well, somebody has time. If somebody has one, yes. I hope they bring it for you. Just bring it. Let me wear it on stage to bring me back to my middle school roots. I'm yes. so mad at my mom right now. Ugh, I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad that we're saying things, making announcements, because if you're coming to the Denver show, please bring me CBD oil, a case of it. I just, I'm a little worried about how you're going to bring all Asking that Asking for drugs? No, oh. no, no. How you, like, like people are going to bring it and you're not going to know what to do with it. You're going to have to like... You can put it in your suitcase. Cases and cases. Yeah, as many. I'll figure out a way. Nobody's going to bring me cases of THC CBD oil. Right. But if you do, I'll figure out a way to get it home. I'll ship it to myself. <laughs> and Salt Lake City, I know nothing really about it. Utah is beautiful. We're going to get so many cute nature pics. Ugh, actually might make me go on a hike. I think the alcohol is regulated there. What does that mean? I don't know. Someone told me the alcohol is like regulated. So like people, I don't know. I'm sure our fans will still be lit. They're always drunk. <laughs> the drunkest fans ever. I love it so much. Everybody at the meet and greet is so drunk. Yeah, it's like the summer. Show. I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyways, you guys are probably saying, what about all these other cities like Pittsburgh and Toronto and Columbus and Cleveland, Minneapolis, et cetera. I promise you, we promise you, um, we are working on deals for every one of those cities. We're going to announce all of them super soon. Uh, so we know that we owe you, especially those in Canada and the Midwest. We promise it is top of our list. It is the next stuff that we will announce. We promise. Yes. Coming soon. Announcing Canada. Then we're going to be announcing the Midwest. Then we're going to be announcing the Southeast. I can't wait. I can't wait. There's one city in particular that people we've never even mentioned and we're doing it. You guys are going to be excited. I can't wait for this. We have like a little Southeast tour in the fall. I'm going to freak out. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, we're working on all of it and we love you all. We can't wait to meet you. Um, Okay. You, you have a DM that you want to read. Okay. So someone DM'd us. I think he emailed or he DM'd you, me, and Girls Gotta yes, Eat. He, yes, he, he DM'd me personally. Right, and me personally. So this one is the one I got personally, but this also came through to Girls Gotta Eat too. Ashley, how are you? Listen, my girlfriend wants me to try to sleep with you and Raina in the hopes that you'll love me and then invite me on the show. I said that she wouldn't want me to do that, but she said it would be great content. I can't argue against good content. Anyways, let me know if you're interested. Feel free to DM her as well and gave me her handle. So I saw this come through immediately. I, I screenshotted it. I sent it to you. I think it was too late at night. You weren't, you were already sleeping. 1130. You weren't, you weren't paying attention to my pull, text. I'd already pulled up the porn. And then I see it got unsent. And I'm like, well, too late. I already screenshotted it. But he unsent it on Instagram. 
and the new one came through five minutes later, revised. Hi, Rain and Ashley. Psycho or power move? My girlfriend loves your podcast so much that she literally wanted me to DM you both in the hopes that one of you would fall in love with me so that I could introduce her to you both. She said that if you guys liked me, she would gladly hand me over just so she could befriend you guys. Not sure how to feel about this one, so I'll just leave that there. I live in New York and would love to grab a drink if you both are down. So he went from, can I fuck you both, to maybe you'll have a crush on me, then maybe we could sleep together. Can we get a drink? What is going on what? here? Okay, I want to know. Okay, I, if I can be like a fly on the wall of any relationship, it's that one. Like what conversation led down the path to having this conversation and then revising it? Yeah. She's like, ooh, you know, maybe you went in kind of strong, like, you know, out of the gate offering to have sex with them. Yeah. Maybe take it back and offer to date them. Yeah. <laughs> like what? She couldn't just send us a DM and be like, hey, what's up? We respond to all the DMs. It is so crazy. Like this was well thought out. Like we get... We get lots of DMs that are like, hey, I want to be friends with you girls. I'm just shooting my shot. This is so crazy that she went through her man. And I got news for you. If I fuck your man, we are probably not going to be friends (laughs) for a number of reasons. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine fucking some guy and then being like, oh, I can't wait to befriend your girlfriend. It's so wild. I don't know. I thought that was funny. Would you do a threesome with them? No. What? I don't know these people. I just feel like, you know, the girl should be involved. Like, I'm not trying to be out here dating somebody like on a date with a dude who I know has a girlfriend that's just like, what, waiting in the wings? Yeah. <laughs> and that's she's like, been- and how did she make her other friends? Is she just like sending her boyfriend out here on missions I I to like realize fuck girls? He, I think he's like kind of hot though. Oh, well that changes things. <laughs> you, you should have mentioned this up top. No, he's not bad looking. All right, let me say. Hold on. Let me just double check. Like, how does this girl make other friends? Do you think like her boyfriend, she's out here like fucking all these people so that she can have friends? Oh, never mind. He's private. It's hard to tell. Wait, he graduates and wait a minute. He hasn't graduated yet? No, it says his school and then 2018. He just graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> or business school, but regardless, he's like 20. Oh tell me, my God. How old are you if you graduate business school or grad school, 25? Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe he's pretty hot. Let me see his little bubble. I cannot tell at all. Yeah. I just, I mean, but he's right around my age range. He's a little old for me. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) believes you anymore. You don't like young guys. I have a huge range. Like the last person I slept with was um, nine years older than me. Yeah. Uh, And then the person before that, the serious relationships I've been in, people are younger than me. This is like a long-winded, whatever. I'll fuck a 25-year-old is the point of the story. I don't know, though. I don't believe it. Well, you were trying to cite d- like that doctor that was DMing you, and you were like 26. He's too young. I don't want to date somebody that's, that's that much younger than me. I would fuck somebody that's that much younger. If I'm at a bar and I meet somebody, they're like oh, really right, cute. Right, we're right. flirting. We hit it off. Like We go home together. Like, fine, whatever. He wants to like fuck a geriatric. Like, he can have me. <laughs> but like I'm not trying to date somebody that age. Especially not one with a girlfriend. I know. I just just have to read you this other DM I got. This was this week. This from this dude. Hey, Ashley, I was scrolling through your pics and found out I'm really attracted to your long feet. (laughs) Found out. Found out. Like like he discovered (laughs) that he discovered you had a foot fetish via your Instagram. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just a big foot fetish. You have long feet. You have very pretty feet. My feet are great looking. They are, they're not even that excessively long. Like sometimes people will like say something. I wear nine and a half and I'm five ten. You know, like sometimes I wear nine, sometimes I wear 10. But they are long and skinny. I have a really high arch. Everything's totally proportionate. They're beautiful. 
Just like everything else about Ashley. <laughs> her feet are amazing. <laughs> but they're big. Her arches are excellent. They Ashley has the most excellent arches. Are you kidding me with these arches? That looks like your feet don't really look like that. This is a perfect foot. <laughs> You're so self-impressed. Listen, my arches are very, very excellent. I can see Donald Trump like very, very excellent arches. You know what? I'm just, yeah, I have a good looking feet. I can get it from my mama. Great she hands took and your, feet. She took your starter jacket, but she gave you great feet. <laughs> All right. On that note. I wish we're ready to start. <laughs> All right, guys. Today in the house studio with us and Dewey, we are really excited. We have an author, podcaster, and quote unquote unofficial, but she's pretty official, pop culture expert from Be There in Five. We have Kate Kennedy here. She is the author of a book called Twinkle Twinkle Social Media Star. So we're obviously going to talk about social media and all of your weird fucking behavior out there. Uh, so welcome to the studio. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. Did I do okay introing you? That was, that was perfect. Good. Uh, the Twinkle Twinkle Social Media Star title is like tough on its own. I don't know what people think it is. I know. Pr- I'm proud of you for, for the, getting there. For getting there. there. It's yeah. a mouthful. It's, it's not like a uh, lullaby, guys. It's like a parody <laughs> for adults. Just a heads. Right. <laughs> don't buy it for your children. Yeah. yeah don't buy it for your children. Like people start Instagram accounts for their babies. Oh, like, <laughs> well, like, yeah. Like I make fun of baby it's influencers. Like one of the lines is... Uh, Darling, I'll get you some views. No need to find a scandal because while you were in the womb, I registered your handles. Oh, <laughs> oh is, does it rhyme? Yes. I got, oh, I got I little arm chills about that. Maybe yeah. I'll have a kid just so I can have a baby. Instagram. You know there's babies a- out there that are verified and we're not. I can't even. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Stormy, I, does I Stormy have an account? Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stormy's wardrobe exceeds or no, my net does, worth. Who had, I don't think any of them do, but the other one, Rob's kid. They start oh, um, dream dream is dream verified. You know, I would think the hotels would have priority. Uh, <laughs> no, I bet you Chris could negotiate a deal. You're absolutely for right. Sure. Nobody cares about dream. Oh, I just like what uh, I forget honestly, about that. You're right. That Nobody cares about if it. I were Penelope, I'd be like, bow down to me. Like I am so much better is than Penelope you. Penelope the most important of all the kids. Penelope is an icon. <laughs> <laughs> She might be my fashion icon. I, the best the best thing is when Courtney hit her in the head with the car that, door. You know, I was just going to say that. That like upped her stock. That was so important. And like Mason's a little too old now. He's at that. He, he's the cute kid. Awkward age. But um, Penelope is Scott's best friend. Yes. Yeah, Scott's yeah. whole Instagram account is only yeah. Penelope. No, I was Mason. on it. Is Mason the OG? Is he the first? Mason's yeah. the OG. Mason's the one she pulled out of herself in the delivery room. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was like a big TV moment. I still, I remember where I was like on 9-11 and when Kourtney Kardashian pulled a baby out of her own womb. I'm more, I just think I, when she hit her in the head with the car doors, it was my favorite mother oh, yeah. moment. They, they made me want to have a kid. Is that bad? Like I was Honestly, like, I think I'd be a funny mom. <laughs> They'd be like, well, you're abusive for one. You're like, no, I'm a prankster. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm not a regular a mom. Joke. I'm a prankster mom. <laughs> it's a joke. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Don't. No, Totally. I think uh, the dream is a little forgotten. Rain is forgotten. People don't know Chicago. rain's a girl or a boy. <laughs> Chicago West. Rough so, stuff. So anyway, so circle back. Kate is from Chicago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I just have to give you a shout out. So I'm a fan of yours. I've been a fan for years, for probably five years. And then you 
did you, I don't know, you DM'd us about our show. Yeah, I started listening to your podcast. Right, you started listening to And then I, like, obviously every time I like something, I, like, stalk the shit out of what, like, I'm like, what do they do? What do they like? What yeah. do they know? Like, I need to know everything. And you followed me, and I was like, hey, girl, like, <laughs> what's up? What's new? <laughs> and then we were like, come to our show in Chicago, and you came, yeah. and you, like, hung out with us in the green room afterwards. But I was just like, we're, like, double fangirling, because I'm, like, really, I've followed you since you're, Welcome, Matt Days. That's so Your nice. Door- doormat days. Oh, yeah. I forgot to introduce you as a construction worker, contractor. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has a doormat I'm company. Con- I'm in concrete restoration. No. <laughs> I work in flooring. That is so... Just, people are like, what, is, what does this bitch do? I don't well, understand. Flooring's so hot right now. Um, no, I... Yeah, long story short, I uh, was paralyzed with fear that I was going to burn down my apartment. And I... I kept forgetting to turn my curling iron off and uh, would like go home. It was, was always off, but like Rachel Green burned down her place Mm -hmm. with her curling iron. Like, you know, you just never know. So I um, started a business called Be There in Five. Like I'll be there in five minutes. And it was centered on the welcome mat as a canvas in terms of seeing you on your way out instead of on your way in. And turn off your curling iron, turn off your straightener, took off, got 200,000 likes in a night. What? Painted a few thousand mats the first year, quit my job. And then I was having trouble with social media and wrote my book. Okay. So you, <laughs> you were like hand it's, doing these? Uh-huh. I still hand do a lot of them. What? Yeah. You don't have like a company that does it for I you? do. I have a manufacturer now. Okay. But I do like a lot of the custom work and some of the like, yeah, I, I keep a lot of it in house. Like a lot of the reason it's like more expensive is because it's handmade. And again, I don't want to own a flooring empire, <laughs> um, but I love it. It's like, I like working with my hands. I like the handmade aspect. So I've kind of like let go a lot of it, kept some of it and like kind of pursued other things on the side. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to talk about all the other things you do. And if you don't mind, how old are you? What's yeah. your relationship status? I am 31. I'm originally from Virginia. I live in Chicago now via New York. And uh, I met my husband here in New York and oh, we're married. That's right. You told me the bar. Yeah. Yes. We'll get to that. Sorry. But yes. Yeah. So I have lived there for like seven years, maybe. And yeah. I love it. So I, you met a man in New York and you married him. That doesn't did. happen. Well, yeah. Usually she you have to go to Chicago and get him but and she bring took him back. Him to Chicago. Doesn't matter. They met here. He lived in New York. He was a New York mm-hmm. guy. How long had he lived here? He had been here for two years. He worked on Wall Street. Maybe uh, he just wasn't during, fully infected. He's from Michigan. Okay. Yeah, but so, like he went to Wall Street. That it, that accelerates your infection. You married a New York finance guy. You're uh, the yeah, unicorn. But that they graduated in 2008. And like the <laughs> height of misery, everything oh, was like crashing down around them so in the recession. Become like a millionaire. Yeah, his like college. entire desk was like yeah. eliminated. Oh, you got him on a low. Yeah, he yeah. was just lucky like, to have to, someone to that get loved a, him. To get a humble like, banker is a true grab. Yeah, he and was a humble that year. <laughs> if you didn't get your man in two thousand and eight, give it up. Sorry, sorry. I ladies. actually didn't. I actually didn't meet him till two thousand ten. Yeah, but he'd been beaten down pretty. Yeah, well, yeah. Man. All these girls are out here like waiting for like the Great Depression to happen again so they can like get a man. <laughs> <laughs> the overproduction of durable goods. Excited. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever go to Mason Dixon? It's a bar. The Lower East Side. It's on like Rivington. It was a country western bar with a mechanical bowl. No. Um, that I was frequenting at the time because I'm from Virginia and I love like a sweet tea vodka. Nice. And back then it wasn't as ubiquitous. So yeah. I'd go there and just like watch girls on the bowl because I'm obsessed with how hot chicks think they are on the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Like wearing their best halter top, bootcut jean, a chandelier earring, and they're just like, look 
at me and they're body <laughs> rolling. And I am obsessed with it. <laughs> that is like hobbies include going watching right. girls ride mechanical yes. balls. I love drunk girls that think they are smoking hot. Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite. But that's like he started talking to me because I was we, my friend. Well, you were creepily were, leering yeah. at these girls. Yeah, you were watching other girls. He was watching you. Yeah, he was watching uh, me and this other girl were make like going in so hard on these girls. He jokingly was like, "Are you in line?" Because like clearly we weren't. It's so embarrassing. You're in Manhattan. You're spending your time on the mechanical bull in the Lower East Side. It's not like it's in Midtown. Like it's not touristy. Right. I want to go. Right. I want to go for lunch one day. Like just speaking to you read the, the book. The joke is now I'd go to be ironic. Like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at the ripe age of 23, 24, yeah. you know, it's like, what's the point? Right. Okay. okay. So he was like, are you in line? Yeah. And, and he then, was joking? Is that what he said? Like, yes, yeah, he was joking. Okay. He was like, you look like a fucking bitch. What's yeah, up? What's right, your story? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had a clean side part, bought me a Bun Light. It was just true magic. It was um, on. But what actually, what happened is that uh, my friend at the time, you know, artichoke pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, every day I know artichoke pizza. Yeah, we were like obsessed well. with the like artichoke dip on a pizza that they're, they're like signature. And my friend at the time was dating somebody behind the counter. No joke. So we could skip the line. No. And he, we were talking about this and he was like, oh my God. Are they oh still together? No. <laughs> <laughs> it ended with a screaming match and he threw the thing of basil at the like pizza joint <laughs> at like 2 a.m. They <laughs> broke like, up at artichoke? Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> at two in the morning, I like peak busyness. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I cannot live. <laughs> you, you, you broke. You up guys with your don't point. understand like the line at Artichoke. It's the shame it's line. It's also like breaking up with somebody at their work. Oh right. And then he the throws basil. A key ingredient. <laughs> What is better than throwing the dough at her? Can you imagine no, he's like true. balls up flour with dough, like flower bombs are <laughs> right. It, it's They're truly. like we're running, we ran out of basil. He's like, I'm sorry about that, dude. My uh, girlfriend all, came in and she broke all the with connections me. promoters I've known in my life. That was like the one I benefited from the most because <laughs> we cut the line every Friday and of Saturday. All the promoters, you know, <laughs> you know like it, it's all Someone's about like I can know. get you guys into marquee. You're yeah. like, we know a guy at artichoke. It's fine. He was literally 19. <laughs> Like, I would fuck a 19-year-old if I could skip the line in order to He took her out on a date to like, oh God, it was some like, I don't know. Um, and he was like, I hope I don't get carded because he wanted to like buy her wine. It was so sad. Oh, how she old were they? He Can't was 19. Her. We were like 23. I love your friend. What's her story? She, she's perfect. I'm, she married she's my now? best friend. I love her and she's engaged now. Um, this but sounds like something I would her do. Story is, she should have our show cater her wedding. Her story is so like integral to mine that like I just, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> sorry. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Anyway, no, that, that honestly is, so the point being we hung out because he came with us to artichoke because we could cut the line. Gotcha. Okay. And then so we walked home and then we sat in my hallway till 6am cause I'm on high alert for a dateline situation <laughs> and I don't want people in my apartment. What? <laughs> No, yes. get the fuck out of here. Sat in your hallway. What am I going to, he's going to like murder me? Like, no. But if you go in the apartment, he might murder you. Yeah. I, somebody asked me this recently. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, the hallway, it's harder to murder somebody. I don't know. You could murder somebody in my hallway. But I feel like if I heard people talking in my hallway till 6 a.m., yeah, I'd be like, be get out of here. Yeah. Get out of town. But I also wouldn't go into the hallway. Like, I definitely wouldn't you know bring somebody him in your in the home. hallway. I don't know. And like I had roommates and every time my roommates brought home randos, I was like, don't you care about my safety and well-being? Like, <laughs> right. who is this person? Um, well, we are going to continue this love story, but we need to take a very quick break to talk about something 
just as sweet. Um, <laughs> we are so excited to be partnering with Baked by Melissa. Yes. Oh. <laughs> we literally argued over who would get to do this one. Okay. I don't know if you guys know Baked by Melissa. Most new people in New York do, but this, I think they started in New York, a bakery, but now they ship everywhere. Okay. So it doesn't matter where you live. You can get your Baked by Melissa cupcakes. And if you are not familiar, they are these little mini cupcakes that melt in your mouth. So many flavors, pure, beautiful, orgasmic cupcakes. Like I can't believe how good they taste. And they're so tiny. Like I can't stop. Like before I know it, I have eaten an entire sleeve of these by accident, but like, I can't stop. They're so creative. They put in every single box. I'm just just going off the rails. They're so good. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know this. Most of them, most flavors are less than 50 calories per cupcake. Because I'm not kidding that when we tell you guys, if you're not familiar, they're bite-sized. So many different flavors. I love the s'mores flavor. They have these cute tie-dye ones, which you're like, is that going to be good? So good. Yes. Strawberry milkshake, sugar cookie, vanilla and sprinkles, chocolate blackout cake. So many different flavors. Mother's Day is coming up like this Sunday, right? Yeah. Down the 12th. Yeah. Yes. But Mother's Day, yes. Perfect gift. Any other gift, your friend gets engaged, your friend gets a promotion, your friend gets dumped. These are the breakup <laughs> gift. They do beautiful packaging as well. So the boxes oh are gorgeous. I don't know if you've ever gotten their boxes for all uh, the different holidays. Yeah. And they're beautiful. <laughs> um, so the packaging is fantastic also. Like it's, I did them for Mother's Day for my mom last year, actually. And they come, like the way that they pack them, they don't get all messed up when they ship. They come perfect condition, bite-sized cupcakes. You guys, please get these for yourself. Get it for yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, We're supposed to say this stuff, handcrafted, bite-sized. Every cupcake is stuffed, iced, and topped entirely by hand. I don't know. I feel like we've sold you guys on them enough. So this Mother's Day and any other day, send all the moms in your life and all your girlfriends and everybody that's got engaged, broken up with whatever, the perfect gift with Baked by Melissa. Go to bakedbymelissa.com and use promo code GGE when you sign up to get 15% off your next order. This is exclusively for podcast listeners. So make sure you take advantage of this offer. 15% off at bakedbymelissa.com using promo code GGE when you sign up. And keep in mind the last day for standard two-day shipping for Mother's Day is by 2 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, May 9th. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, the 6th or the 7th or the 8th or the 9th, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Thursday, May 9th to get them to your mom. But again, so much more than Mother's Day. Oh my gosh, get these, just literally get them for yourself. For the summer, for May, for Tuesday, whatever. Uh, And since we are, speaking of things that you put in your mouth, next up, we're talking about birth control. Segways on segways. Transition queen. New York Mag says they have the best podcast ads. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, we're talking about a brand that I think is actually really cool. I'm I'm excited that we discovered it. It's called Hers. And uh, it's a website called ForHers.com. It's a new woman's wellness brand, uh, putting your body back in your control. And basically, they'll, they'll give you the ability to order birth control online, which I think is really fantastic. So... Um, the way it works is they have tons of physicians available online for you to talk to and to answer questions. I love this company. I'm obsessed with this. I think it's, it's fantastic. It's so hard to get my birth control. Like every time I get it, I'm like, why is this so difficult? <laughs> they offer 10 well-known birth control options uh, awesome. at $30 a pack, which is insane. Right. Uh, so I love that. If, but if, you don't have, if you don't have insurance. If you don't have insurance. Yeah. But what I love about that is you don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to leave work. You don't have to do all the things that are super annoying in the middle of your day. Right. So go online, talk to a physician, figure out what's right for you. Try something. It's not expensive. It's convenient and easy. 
So, of course, we're giving you guys a discount. You get your first month of birth control from forhers.com for just $5 right now while supplies last. Oh, my God. Uh, which is crazy. It is subject to doctor approval, but you can see the website for full details. Go to forhers.com slash GGE. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash GGE. Forhers slash GGE. Restrictions apply. See the website for full details and um, check out what they have. We are really excited to um, to introduce this brand to you guys because it sounds really Cupcakes. cool. Cupcakes and birth control. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back okay. To so you had this guy, you're sitting in the hallway. Yeah. When I met my husband, I just was like, I don't know. We were like having fun, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to like hook somebody. Yeah. Like, and I, I was having fun with him and I thought he was handsome. And like, I had this, you know, when you get a weird vibe, like you'd met somebody before mm-hmm. not to be like weird, but I, I just was like, he felt what? comfortable. I felt comfortable yeah. and I did not feel comfortable with a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we like just ha- talked for like five, six hours. Yeah. So what uh, was it easy after that? Do you guys start dating? Yeah, but like, I mean, we probably weren't serious to like a good year and a half, two years in because I moved oh. to Chicago and then San Francisco and then without back him. to Chicago without him. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, since we've met, we've been together, but when you're that young, you're just kind of like, oh, are we right. going to grow in parallel or are we going to grow apart? And I feel like yeah. that's kind of the thing thing is when you're you meet when you're young it's not always love at first sight but I was like I don't want to be without him ever I couldn't yeah. really tell anybody what it was gonna be right but we what I love about our relationship is like we let it become what it was supposed to be not what we like were forcing on it yeah and I think like throughout it people were maybe like you know when are you getting married what's going on what are you doing and I like couldn't really answer them but like we just wanted to be together I mean well right and we kind of wanted to talk about that too like that's so annoying like right. who who cares like right. the pressure of also, as other people's expectations, your relationship, not yours. Right. You know? totally. Also, you were like, probably you were what, 26 when people started saying that shit to you. It's yeah. just like, I'm getting, I'm 26. Like, like I don't need to get married right now. Totally. And I think it's partially age, partially geographic. Like, um, like in Amy Schumer's stand up, she said, like in New York, if you're 41, you're like, oh, are you a teen bride? Like, <laughs> or like relax, don't get married. Um, and I was like, that's Child so true. Bride. Yeah. And, um, because in Chicago, I think there's like a bit of a middle ground. Like most people I know in Virginia, where I'm from, are still Absolutely. Are married, have kids. Um, but yeah, I think like between years four through six, it changed from like, how's work? How's your life? How's Chicago? To like, when are you getting married? When are you getting engaged? And like, the, the, every, it's all anybody like wants to talk to I you know. about all of a sudden. Who was talking to you about it? Was it like your parents or was it people of your generation, no, your friends? Who was parents. it? It was my friends and my boss. One time my boss, after Christmas break... From across the room, we had an open concept office. She held up her hand, looked at me and goes, oh, and she's like, you didn't uh, put a ring on it for Christmas. No, I'm, like, I'm quitting. In retrospect, I should have said something that it was so inappropriate. And it, it, it made me look like pathetic. And it's so like it furthers uh, issues in the workplace of like, oh, poor Kane. She wants to be engaged, but she's not. Care. the people that are obsessed with being engaged, like there's probably something else going on there unless the, unless the whole goal is like really just want to have kids and start a family and I'm not judging there either. But if you're like so obsessed with being engaged, like you're probably a little insecure in your relationship that you need to like lock it down. Like I have yeah. so much uh, admiration for people that are just like, whatever, we're great. Don't worry about it. I, I just like, it, it's, I think like friends of people in serious relationships, just like, are they happy? 
Are they doing yeah, good? Yeah. Like, why does it matter what milestone they're at? And I think it gets in people's heads as a problem. And then they will distance themselves or feel like you're, the question is like looming. And the reality is like some people take time. Some people don't like some people just like, I don't know, need time. And I think there's so much advice and stuff is like projection of like stuff your mom told you or like mm-hmm. stu- it's stuff you, that's going on you in your own, in your own head. selective about yeah, the advice yes. you take. You're projecting your own shit. We yes. got this email from a girl. It's a, it's a totally different subject, but a long time ago. And she said that she and her man sleep in different rooms. Good and for that them. her family like gives them so much shit about it. Her friends always say like, this is so bizarre and weird. And she's like, but we're happy. Right. And like, it makes me like the most uncomfortable thing is that other people make judgments about exactly. me. And like, I wrote her back and I was like, fuck those people. Yeah. My Who parents cares? married 40 years. They sleep in separate bedrooms. Well, I mean, it's like mine too. Like what's wrong with omission? Like, why do people have to know that? Right. I don't know. I think my friends know most things about all my relationships, but like, I didn't ask for your, just cause I'm telling you doesn't mean I'm asking. Well, that's the yeah. trouble. You, know? you almost have to weigh it. Like if I, I'm going to get opinions and judgment, do I just like withhold the information if it's not like adding value to anything? But yeah, it's hard when you want to be like open with your friends. Yeah. I just, it, it's, there's a weird shift between like years two and four of your relationship when it's like at the beginning, it's like. Uh, what it could be. It's like, everybody loves an impractical love story. Like, is he the one? Is it going to happen? And then it shifts to like, everybody telling you how it should be. Like, you should live together. You shouldn't live together. Yeah. You shouldn't live together for over a year. Why buy the cow? Like yeah. all of a sudden everybody was just like telling me what I should be doing. And I couldn't believe it. And since I didn't get engaged to like year five, six, I honestly spent about three years fielding questions about my relationship. Oh and my I just God. feel very strongly about it. Yeah. When you guys got engaged, whose idea was it? His. So you did. I feel very strongly that you like can't pressure men into decisions. I feel so strongly about this. Um, my best friend, her mom told her this growing up and I think her mom's like the smartest person. And um, yeah, she also told her that. I just, I think I really agree with it. You just, I mean, you can't pressure anybody into a decision. Yeah. I, I, I'm such like a steamroller in so many ways, but like that was the one thing I wanted him to have. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing. But yeah. did you feel like... Did you really want to be engaged or were you? Yeah, I totally did. Like, but not, you weren't like freaking out about it. I wasn't freaking out, but like, I knew we were at that point and knew it was like looming. And I, of course I got impatient. We were like in Europe. My parents were there. He'd like tie his shoes. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I had manicures. I mean, I'm like, I'm I'm normal. Like I I wanted to be engaged, but like what my friends were all like, you know, shit or get off the pot. Like it was more of a, I feel like a lot of people give ultimatums and it's a lot of like that stuff when I just, I'm like, I don't want any, there's something so important and romantic to me about reaching your own conclusion based on our relationship alone. And not yeah. because it's something I had to tell you. Like I would think about that forever. Like I pressured him into yes. this. Like it would bother me. Right. Like this didn't feel real. Like the, it's, I think like Charlotte and Trey. Like yeah. A hundred percent. She was just like, so we should get married. And he was like, all righty. Right. She oh, was like, I proposed to myself, <laughs> you know? But honestly, I think a lot of women really push guys into getting married and like that works for some people. But for me, I just couldn't live with myself feeling like the person was obligated to be there. So let me ask you this because I love that this we're sending this message, especially to women that may be like a couple years in and they're like, why won't you propose already? Mm-hmm. Like what what do you think? Again, I think it's great, but traditionally people think that's a long time. Yes. So what was his reason for like waiting, quote unquote? I'm making like all the air quotes if you guys can all see. The, all, the, all the air quotes. Um, I think we did, we had like our own stuff we wanted to pursue. Yeah. And he was in business school and working full time. I started a company. Mm-hmm. We just like had our own lives. And I honestly like 
think we just needed to be at a place where it was like, this is what we want. And I don't, it's kind of like intangible, but it wasn't anything like personal to me. I just think like everybody reaches that conclusion in their own time. (laughs) And it's really frustrating when you don't have like a map of what that's going to look like. And no, you shouldn't wait around forever. And if you don't have open communication about it, like, no, God, no, I don't by any means mean wait around for a guy and not like, not know where you stand. Yeah. Know where you stand. Yeah. Know where you stand. But like, I don't know. I just, it was really special to me to like kind of know it was coming, but not really know specifically. Yeah. And, um, I think for him, he just, I don't know. We, we were both like pretty ambitious people on our own. And I think like, Kind of like, I don't want to have kids till I feel successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes people have guardrails for like, I want yeah. to do this before this. Yeah. And I think he wanted to finish school and like, da, da, da. And we were yeah. young. And I, I honestly, like, I, my, in my heart of hearts, I didn't care nearly as much as everybody around me did. For, I believe you. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> what's like so wild. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a power in knowing that like our relationship is solid and we are going to be together and stay together and I don't need to get engaged tomorrow. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Well, the joke is you get engaged and people are like, when's the wedding? And then you get married and people are like, when are you having kids? Right. It's like hold off as long as you can. Being engaged yeah. was this like glorious limbo where nobody's asking like, very much. It's like, when's the wedding? Sure. Like ask me my colors. I don't have colors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate that. Um, but no, nobody's bothering Blush you. and bashful. What is that from? I don't what know. What movie? Blush and bashful. I've never heard of it before. I don't know. It's from, it's from some, some like wedding, wedding, wedding planner. Adjacent movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure wedding. J-Lo is J-Lo. Yeah, 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 J-Lo. 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 The wedding planner. Or like Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Yeah. Bride Wars. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to just take a quick little pause to talk about a partner of the show, OkCupid. It's, it's the first dating app I ever used oh. back when it was a website <laughs> 10 years back ago. In the olden days. <laughs> back in my day. When I was a child, we had to make profiles on the internet. <laughs> Didn't have smartphones. On dial-up internet. <laughs> it, it was like that sound just to access. Stop. You're not that old. Stop it. You weren't dating online <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> I was in chat rooms in the 90s. <laughs> okay. Okay, Cupid. Anyway. Okay, Cupid. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... You know, we were trying to think about what what is the difference between this app and all the other apps. And basically, what I like about this app is they use all these questions to match you with people who are very similar to you in terms of hobbies, what you like, what you don't like. You answer a slew of questions. And I think it's actually kind of fun. I'm going to ask you some of the questions in a second. But they match you based on the things that you answer. And you can answer as many as you want. They keep it really, really fun and light. And then based on the answers to those questions, the app recommends you to people that you can uniquely connect with. Um, so I think it's really cool and I think it's an easy way to, to find somebody that you like. So let me give you some of the examples. Would you pay an extra $5 for guacamole? Yes. What's your favorite podcast? This one. Are you a good trivia team member? Nope. I get distracted. Would you date someone who isn't a feminist? No, absolutely not. All that means is that women want equal rights. Okay, keep going. Should partners know one another's passwords? No. And do you have a preferred cuddling position? Just touch me. <laughs> and don't snore. See how fun that okay, was? My favorite cuddling position is you're in another room. <laughs> and I'm getting a good night's sleep. <laughs> see, and they'll match you with people that don't need to be on top of you. I See, I think this is great. I love it. You no, know, I mean, this is, it's a great app. I love what they're doing to like revolutionize dating and how they pivoted to and to turn into an app. And I think they're really trying to match people based on their interests. And I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And look, we've used other dating apps, but I think that they use stuff that's a little less superfluous to match you with somebody and things that are important, like big word. And I used it correctly. Yeah. Um, really important 
interesting things. Like, how do you like to cuddle? Like, that's really important. Exactly. Anyway, so we don't even have to give you um, an offer this week. The app is free. You guys can download it and check it out today. It's easy to use, easy to set up. So um, download the free OkCupid dating app today and get started. Okay. okay. Now on to FabFitFun. Oh, I'm getting all fired up again. You guys, the FabFitFun Summer Box is available. This might, I say this every season, this literally might be the best one. I'm just going to jump right in. You can customize this box and some of the things you can choose for the FabFitFun Summer Box, there is a spiritual gangster kimono robe. I live in a kimono robe all summer long and spring. Like we've been taking these we both photos. Yeah. Yes. I wore my FabFitFun other floral robe in the last shoot that we did at Raina's apartment. You can customize it to the West Elm in to go tie-dye bowls are one of the options you have for one of your other items. There's this skin brightening facial treatment mask. It's like $160 value. There's this really cute summer and rose navy diamond tote. There is so much stuff. Oh, there's this like little letter board. See this? You like can put like spell stuff out. I can spell out girls gotta eat. That's what I got. Oh God, I got I can't that. Wait to get my box. I know. You guys, I'm not kidding. The this summer box, if you get any box, literally this is the box you should get. <laughs> I am besides ours. Besides mine. <laughs> um there's more stuff I'm supposed to say, but I think I'm giving you guys the point you know like this is a great gift to give somebody again mother's day is coming up amazing gift for mom any woman in your life is going to love this uh buy one for ashley yeah you can um, no i have plenty <laughs> i have plenty i have three right here so the spring box total retail value is 350 ish dollars always every box is over 200 dollars in retail value and you're getting it for only 39.99 that's over 200 dollars worth of stuff for 39.99 they're 49.99 but with our code you're getting that 10 dollars off so sign up for fabfitfun today these boxes always sell out Use our code GGE to get $10 off your first box. Go to fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code GGE for $10 off your first box. Again, like I said, $200 plus value, more like $300 for only $39.99, fabfitfun.com. And use our code GGE to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Whew, you guys do not sleep on the summer box. I am not kidding you. I can't believe you didn't faint. Whew, okay, now we'll come back to Kate. Okay, so we were kind of talking about this whole situation. And I want to know, like, what do you feel like you learned throughout this? whole marriage pressure engagement situation. I think I learned a lot about like friendships and kind of, I don't know. I think you live, breathe, die by the advice of your friends for so long. Like your friends have a much bigger role in your life. I think when you're younger and not that they don't when you're older, but it's less people and you, your own personal, your free will is like what carries more weight. Uh, For sure. Yeah. I can, I know I keep forgetting like you guys like this was when you were like in your mid twenties, yes, like, yeah. which is just, yeah, kind of crazy. Of course, everybody's just like breathing down right. your neck. I got married in 2017. So to, like when you were 20, like 29. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. 29. Okay. I just think it's like the future goes on. Like women just have so many different paths than just being a wife. Yeah. And, a and especially there's just so many careers, even though like I couldn't even imagine when I was in college existed. Right. Um, that exists today. And so many people have all these paths. And so there's a million other paths you can take and being married by 30 and having three kids by 35 is not the path for everybody all the time. Right. You it's know? not like right or wrong. Just like support right. people, ask them if they're happy, make sure it's all good. Right. And yeah. like, I, I just think when we check up on each other, it should be so much less about why aren't you doing what I'm doing or what I think is yeah. right. And more about like, how are you? What's right for you? What are your hopes, dreams, fears, regrets? Tell me everything and how you're like doing against those. Right. And I mean, also just like, let's not forget that like it's American culture that has that pressure. Like my cousin is with a guy and they live in Amsterdam. They have two children. I mean, she's American, but like, I don't think they're married. 
I mean, they've been together. I don't know. They have two children. Like, right. they're not. I think my best, my best guy friend from high school, Caleb. He moved to Prague, ended up with a Czech girl, two kids, and then they went and got married one weekend in Paris. Like, it was just kind of like things are different. It doesn't mean anything. It's this is like an American weird pressure right. situation of like. You've been, oh my God, you've been together for two years? Where's the ring? Right. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the second you do things to make other people happy, is you're the only one that loses. Yes. <laughs> I actually love that quote. I think that that's really great. I know. I love that. I, I think it's something we all learn a little late. Or like I did. I mean, you know, you want to make your parents and your friends and like everybody happy around you, but it's like, what do you want? I don't. We said the other day. I was <laughs> <laughs> Ashley didn't even stutter at all. Ashley's we like, were, I text, let's be clear. I'm not my, me. My cousin, which... I mean, I love my cousin and like, but this is, she's more normal than I am, but she went and wedding dress shopping and my mom was there and her mom was there and there's some other people there. And I was like, fuck if I care what anyone thinks what I'm going to wear. And I told my mom this, I was like, I don't give a fuck what you think about my wedding dress, mom, if I even get married and decide to wear a white dress. And she was like, Ashley, I'm going to be there. And so is your aunt Kathy. She like got mad. She was <laughs> oh, like, I was like, we're, I oh, we're not doing a whole say us the dress situation, mom. This is crazy. People bring an entire entourage. People bring their dad to the bridal oh. thing. I just can't, I couldn't tell you, I can't express to you how little I give a fuck of what anybody thinks I would wear on my wedding day. It, trying on wedding dresses <laughs> is literal torture. <laughs> I, I tried to, I found mine alone. And then I was like, thank you. I'm going to buy it. And I went and bought it secondhand on like Poshmark in Australia. And like, you I, went alone. Of I course you did. Alone, I love like, it. Um, when I went to look for wedding dresses, I went to David's bridal on my lunch break with my friend Sophia. <laughs> you know, David's <laughs> bridal. They were like, did you, they were like um, and who will you be bringing? And did you make an appointment? And I was like, this, listen, Linda, this won't take long. Okay. I just need you to like pull like three or four things off the rack. I don't want to look like a fucking birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Like I, can you imagine me putting on a dress that I love, that I feel like is the one and anyone saying anything negative, the meltdown I would have. <laughs> Exactly, because you cannot erase those looks. Get the fuck out of here, mom. And Kathy, leave the room. Like, I can't. I don't care what you think. You know what? I'm going to be right there with Cindy and Kathy, and I'm pissed that you don't want us there. I just tricked it. I, I wouldn't even show people photos on my phone because I showed two people, saw their faces, never yes, forgot them. Thank you. I already made my decision. I'm like, what? why am I showing you? It's so, so also, true. how fun is it to go with like one of the girlfriends you're both trying on on the ugly dresses? <laughs> yeah. It's like, like a joke. You're just trying on the ugliest right. stuff. Just run amok in David, David's bridal. And to be clear, I know people get sensitive. I'm not knocking it at all. Like I watch, <laughs> I watch the, yes, the dress. If you want to have your entourage there, that's great. It's just not for me because right. I'm a bitch, you know? I, uh, I mean, the, the the concept of picking out your quote-unquote dream dress in a denominator of dresses I would never wear. My dream dress isn't white. Like, right. I look like Tilda, right. like what's her name, in uh, the, the Ice Queen in Chronicles of Narnia. She's like very pale skin, blonde hair. Like I look god off. Oh, right, because you're like fair. I'm so fair. And yeah. like, I'm just like, why am I supposed to feel beautiful in this? And I hated everything. I tried on like 80 dresses. Like it was horrible. I'm going to wear a red dress that just says the jig is up. Yeah, I'm wearing wear that red jumpsuit suit. from our Chicago show. <laughs> it was that rest- was a fierce Thank jumpsuit. You. I, I bought it from Rent the Runway. You know, they're like option to buy. I'm like, click, click. Yes, I own this now. That it, there it is. Uh, I did this red slutty jumpsuit. I did that with a sweatshirt the other day and I have so many regrets. You bought it? <laughs> yeah, it's very fast. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're like, I just want to keep this. I want my four slots open. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I tell you something about this Chicago show? Yeah. Um, I don't like get out as much as I used to. And um, I woke up the next morning from your show and I found my phone in a snowbank outside of Home Goods. What? Oh, like, did you get wasted? Yes. <laughs> and I didn't even mean to. What? 
Yeah. Were you one of the ones doing coke in the bathroom? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody ever invites me. Yeah, seriously, people did a bunch of coke in the bathroom. Seriously? Nobody offered us. That is like <gasps> one of my, it's like, I don't want any, but like, I'd love to be included. Wait, I'm very happy to hear this. People like, get this. so lit at our I could, shows. The, ener- it is the crazy. energy was rowdy. And oh, yeah. I was like, and I don't even remember drinking that much. <laughs> you got roofied by another girl at our I, show. I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't even know what I was doing. I like, but you know, it's like kind of like a solo cup does not a glass make. Yeah. It's like you drink like a bottle of wine and think it's one glass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think they had huge pours. Oh, good for them. And I think like, I don't, I don't even know, to be honest, but. It's also a thing of like, you wake up and you're like, why am I hungover? I only had eight drinks. Like yeah, you eight had a bottles lot of, of wine. Okay, people really were wasted. Your brother was blacked out. My brother, I've never seen him that drunk he before. He crashed the meet and greet twice. Twice. <laughs> he said goodbye to us and then crashed it twice. Just completely forgot the second time that he had crashed it. He was like, I can't believe people wait in line to meet you. This is so stupid. He was just like laughing his ass off. You're like, okay. <laughs> there was one girl they had to like, they were like, she's not ready. Like she was she's- so wasted and that, that that they almost thought she was like suspicious because she was like, you know, just wobble. Her eyes oh. were closed. Like they, I think they like patted her down. I'm like, she's just wasted. I know uh-huh. what this feels like. But we got to the show. Uh, th- there's a restaurant and a bar in the venue. Right. We got to the show, what, oh. two and a half hours before the show? Three no, hours? Three hours before the and five there was, o'clock. There's people drinking just straight up liquor. Waiting, like cups. just. What? We were like, yo, what? Chicago goes crazy. That, no, it was wild. And they, that was such a fun crowd. And they were like so obsessed with you guys. And it was so fun to watch. And I didn't realize I'd get caught up in the hysteria. <laughs> it was the dancers. They set the tone. <laughs> they really did. They were good. So. I think this is a good time to get into the social media stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you, like, what do you love talking about in terms of social media and people's behavior? I have, well, I think that since I met my husband right when online dating was becoming a thing, I'm like really obsessed with like going through people like I Apple TV, AirPlay, like my sister's Bumble, Tinder, like we like go through it as a family. (laughs) It's sociological to me. Like I just want to understand the psyche of somebody who's like, this is how I want to present myself to my future wife. Right. And it's such garbage. And it's, it's, I'm fascinated with the photos people choose and I'm fascinated by people that link their Instagram to their dating profile Mm -hmm. and what their nine blocks says about them. Right. Well, I mean, God bless them that do. Cause like that's- Do you like that? I, I love it because I can like dig deeper. Yeah. Because I just am, I'm kind of at the point where I don't want to waste my time. So yeah. if I can get a little more information on you, then that's good for me. You know, like I can get a little more information on who you are as a person, decide if I really want to like spend a night to go out with you. Do you think it gives you more reasons to like- I would never link mine, let's be clear. Well, okay, that's Clearly what I was Clearly mine's not linked. I think it's a crazy choice. Uh, yes, it's a, it's empir- yeah, empirically a crazy choice. Yeah. But it's, it, I love to have data. Yes, but I mean, also just- Guys are just so different. You know, yeah. like I would say nine out of 10 of the guys, and I'm talking exclusively about Hinge. It's really, I, I, obviously you can link it on their apps, but I only use Hinge, but it's just not much of anything. Like, you know, guys are just not the typical guy that's not a quote unquote influencer dude. It's just like, I don't know. There's a photo from some wedding. Here's a building. You know, they just, <laughs> there's nothing. You don't even get that much more information. Like I, it's more for me. Can I see a little bit more of what you look like if I can't totally tell by the pictures? But like there's guys are just 
in general, and this date, this goes back to the pictures they use. They just don't get it and they don't care. Right. Like the pictures that sometimes guys use in the profile, I'm like, this is a close up of the bottom quadrant <laughs> of your face. Like this is <laughs> who took this? Like, why Right. did you choose this? Right. Car selfie. I can't. Car no, selfie. I, I talk about car selfies more than I talked about my own family. Well, I'm looking at I that just, upholstery. Mirror like, selfie. <laughs> no one yeah. could take a picture of you. Why is there four other guys in this photo? Why is I, your I don't, toilet why seat open? Yes. Which, wh- who is that girl in your photo? Photo. Right. Like, is this your ex-girlfriend? You think that's like cool or cute or funny? No. Right. Like group photos. Like, is this like a highlights magazine? Like, I don't want to have to search for you. Like why I cannot tell who was in this freaking <laughs> photo. Magazine. Yeah. Do you remember the back of those? They were like, you have to spot the thing. Yeah. It was like a where's water. Everyone, my sister like swipes for, it. it's just like 12 dudes. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And who are you? And it, it needs to be two of the person alone. One At of least. you in a hobby. And like, or you and like a pet but not or something. A fish, not a tiger. Tiger okay. sanctuaries. All right, maybe fish not. is fine. No more sedated tigers, guys. Seriously, the the sedated yes. tigers, I could not. Like, I was. Like, I'm not impressed by your trip to Thailand. And like that tigers. This is that tigers inhumane. Yes, seriously. <laughs> have you ever been to a tiger sanctuary? It's one of the worst things you'll ever see in your life. If, if you could take that and think it was a good memory, then you're. Have you Satan. been to a tiger sanctuary? Accidentally. I love like the idea of being pretentious about a tiger sanctuary because you've been to one and know better. <laughs> As someone who spent time with tiger sanctuaries. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know the good ones. Okay, so what happened is I was in Chiang Mai and I got into the flatbed of this guy's truck. I wanted to go to this nice, temple yes. and he was like, I'll take you. And I was like, this seems safe. So I went... And on the way back from this temple alone with this guy in his flatbed truck, he was like, do you want to just go to this other thing? I'll take you to. And I guess like all these tour guides basically are incentivized by all like the elephant sanctuaries and tigers to to bring you to them. So he's like, this is fun. I'll just take you here. And yeah, I went there. It's just like tigers, like half alive. I don't, it it makes me like want to vomit. But it makes, (sighs) the photo makes it look like you're like in the wild, like having a great time with this tiger. But But really, I don't think, I think it, that, I think, I, I don't know, but also we know this. A lot of people don't know that. Like, yeah, they're sedated. It's kind of sad. Right. Elephants are fine, I think. They like wash them and you have to do stuff with them. They're yeah, not, some, a lot of them are supposed to be better. Yeah. Like you get into the water, you play with them, you feed yeah. them, you so wash them. A lot of them can paint. Oh, yeah, I know. Have you ever seen the I know. I was going to get that elephant? for a gift for somebody, yeah. In um, my apartment? I have an elephant. An elephant painted painting. it with I have an elephant painting that an elephant painted. Of of himself. Of an elephant. A self-portrait. I yes. That elephant. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I hope he turns into like Elephant Banksy just for like your own asset. They can paint anything. They can paint gardens. They can paint that's houses. Nuts. And that's like embarrassing because I can't do I that. can't either. I yeah. I love that that elephant not. like painted its own selfie. <laughs> so, okay. So you don't care. You don't think fish. You think fish are okay? I guess um, if you no, fish. Uh, well, okay. I'm from the South. So, so much fish though. Fish, <laughs> holding up a fish. Yeah. I think that is so much better than a deer. Oh, oh God. are you kidding me? Oh, oh God. You guys That's don't not, see these. You guys don't I see these. Oh, not in Virginia, no. Tinder is like a cash slaughterhouse. It's like, uh, it's, it's hunting photos. I'm so serious. It's I'm not, horrible. I guess I, I don't know why I'm surprised. Like that's what they do. But I, it's just like, yeah, uh-huh. a lot of people like hunt for sport and it's like normal. And, and like, women like it cause it's manly. I don't know. Like I am so, so not like a gun person. I, I don't like camo. I don't like any of that, but a lot of people do. Okay. I, I know. I really don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Well, so you're Jewish. So you'll understand this. Like Jews don't hunt or change tires or do anything uh, physical at all. Yeah, like I'm we would just, yeah. Ashley's more Jewish. So than like I am. what's a sexy quality to you? In a Jew making money. Oh, okay. <laughs> Money. If you could just post your 401k, okay. just a photo So just of that. like a CPA like gets you going? No, I just want like a photo of your bank account statement. Oh, okay. And like, okay, okay. like just assume you're applying for like an apartment, all the things that you would submit for that. Personal <laughs> reference letters. So like what kind of hobby would like be attractive? Counting money. 
<laughs> Flying private. Well, like, well, like rich hobbies are golf and tennis. No, that's not for me. Um, I like. <laughs> you don't like have a type. You don't have a like physical hobbies, so you don't need a guy that has physical hobbies. I like people that like to travel and do the type of trips that like. Like, I don't want to lay on a beach. I want to like do like yeah, exploratory yeah. trips, but yeah. I don't want to hike either. Yeah. Ooh, hiking's the pits. <laughs> I have a small lane that you need to fit in, but when you fit in that lane, <laughs> I don't, I'm trying boy, to, let me tell you. I'm trying to think of even what pictures I do like. I'm just, right, I'm just critical of everybody. I hate like. everybody. I mean, I like, I obviously like a dog. Yes. Like a, a dog, dog is good. I like yeah. skiing. I like skiing photos. I wouldn't ski, but I like oh. when other people ski. Yeah, you could operate ski. Um, I get on that train. Yeah. Hiking. I like hiking photos. Again, I would never hike, but I like when other people hike. That intimidates me. I'll tell you what I don't like. No, sh- like shirt off. No, like I don't need. I don't need yeah, to see no. your body. But I think guys appreciate a bikini pic on a girl. I like bike photos, girls and guys. I like when girls are on bikes. I think it's really okay. cute. Really? It's not too sporty. But you don't it's want like, a guy. You don't want a guy at the a marathon finish line, right? Yeah, I want somebody who's just maybe like on a leisurely hike. Like you don't want ride. like an Iron Man. Yeah, no, God, like but no. arms up, like crossing the finish <laughs> line, or like your run club. I don't want that. Yeah, no. Raina hates a run club. True love is never making somebody go to a five k on a Saturday morning. Like that's terrible. Although I did sleep with this guy a few times, um, who was part of a run club, and we had sex in like one of the weirdest places I've had sex. Broad daylight on a balcony, like overlook, like on oh, the, that guy, uh, out, like the Flatiron Building, like overlooking Madison yeah. Square Park, like fucked me on a balcony. Was that his? apartment yeah damn finance guy run club yeah you're like ordered cheeseburgers and we kept having sex it was great it was a great day i mean like why are you married to this guy he's like a delight terrible jewish jewish new york finance guy oh yeah i I don't mind i don't mind running just want to make it clear because we're shitting on everything (laughs) i don't mind a runner i don't need a i don't want an iron man guy (laughs) well i think i think tough mutter Tough mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got his pit. He's got like a mouthful of mud. That's his <laughs> picture. Crawling under barbed wire. You know. Oh, let me ask a question. Volunteer work pictures. Yes. How do we no, feel about no, this? Of course. Uh, of wait, course Habitat for lovely. Humanity pictures. Of course that's okay. lovely. Of course. Like you just. What, why do you want to make everything. fun of this? I, I, no, I think not. Kate wants to. No, I feel right. it bubbling up in the room. No, no, I'm no. gonna do it first. I'm, I like it. I'm good with it. I think planting a tree. My sense of humor is picking like things apart, and I don't want to be like too negative. <laughs> um, so you know, I love a soup kitchen. <laughs> I do. Honestly, I like this that. is less about dating profiles and more just like it's. It is interesting when people upload like full like 115 photo albums of their mission trips. It's kind of like, you had a lot of, like, there's a lot, that's a lot of photos. It's a lot. <laughs> yes. It's a lot. Um, and I'm so happy for the work you're doing. And um, how did you do work in between all the photos? Yeah. So, sometimes it feels a little like that's, that gets a little bit weird, but I think if a guy is going period, that speaks volumes. And that's like a really good thing to, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Like sometimes it looks like you did this. So you could post about it on Instagram. At the end of the day, though, it's still that's volunteer why, work. You're still yeah, helping somebody. Right. That's so why I do everything. Still positive. Of, all, of all crimes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Go one. ahead. You're st- if, you, if you're doing this for the gram, you're still doing it. So it's fine. I went and climbed the vessel the other day in New York just for an Instagram photo. What's the vessel? It's a new $200 million so project crazy. in New York City. It's just a statue and you have to climb it. You can't take the elevator. It's I'm, my friend Emily and I were like, we couldn't breathe. I don't exercise. So like, my, I can't believe my heart didn't give out. It's like climbing Machu Picchu. It's another oh, yeah. picture. <laughs> <laughs> you see a lot of Machu Picchu. For me, above all, I just want to see what you fucking look like. Like guys, guys are so bad about this. Like we all know as a rule, you were only as attractive as your least attractive photo. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, 
can I just see what you look like? I right. can't, I don't have a vibe at all. Right. By these photos you chose. Oh, cool. The back of your head. What? Right. Oh, cool. The close up of your bottom left corner, of your jaw. Cool. Like I, I can't see what you look like. And I think if you haven't dated somebody that takes mirror selfies or regular selfies, you've like trouble. I, I just like don't understand that kind of like, yeah. I, I don't know a lot of men that take selfies. <laughs> right. I but- mean, I, I don't know if like I, everybody's world is different, but I'm kind of like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, no, but like, do you have friends? Like nobody took yeah, any photos of you be, anywhere. Yes. There needs to be like some group action. Yeah. I, I don't You've know. Never been to a wedding. But I do. I think it, I, I do understand it being like a tougher ask for a man to be like, Hey bro, do you mind taking a photo of me? <laughs> like it's even a little weird. Like I'm still getting more comfortable with straight up asking people to take solo shots of me. I I do it. I let's be clear. Yeah. I got to get those likes, but like I (laughs) guys, I can understand it being difficult. Oh yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my arms. Like I, it's difficult, but, um, (laughs) I think that, I think they just have a lack of content. Yes. As you build your sister, their ex and they crop them out artfully. (laughs) And then I'm like, her arm is thin and I hate her. (laughs) That arm is facetuned and I can tell. And it's been smoothed. Right. And Her like, forehead if she's your sister, she's going to hate me. And if she's your ex, she's going to hate me. So I don't know which is worse. So basically nothing. We don't like any. <laughs> just kidding. Just no, honestly, guys, like I'm so hard on these photos because I don't need them. Like, so I just. Must be and, nice. And like, Must be nice. No, but because my sister's on it and I love my sister so much. Yeah. I'm just like, I just rage at these guys because I like, want the best for her. And I think like we just have too much fun tearing people apart on the Apple TV. But the reality is people are people. And like, it's cute that guys want to try so hard to yeah. like make themselves look good. Yeah. And I get that they, they're not going to have an optimal five photos. If you're not like, I don't have good, I don't have like headshots and good photos of myself. Like yeah. unless I'm in a group photo. It's true. Like we just have a lot of that stuff. I, I make sure I yeah. have that kind of content, but I also just have to say this, that there are people and their social media presence, like can be so different than what they are in person yeah. in, in a good way. As in like, I, hate who you are on Instagram, but I really like you as a Mm -hmm. person. Like there was a guy I've liked recently that like, I I mean, he makes me cringe on social media. It's hard. It's hard to look at, but he's he's Mm. so hot. And he's, but like, I, if I would have seen him on social media, I would have been like, no, absolutely not. He's fucking cheese ball. But like, I really like him in person. I liked him. Like I wanted to date him. You know, like I, I have a girlfriend that I'm just like, I cannot with her Instagram, but I'm like, love her in person. So yeah. I do have to say that I think people, not everybody, it's not easy for everybody. Not people don't work professionally in social media right. like the three of us do. So people just get, they, they write basic captions and they write stupid stuff, but like, it doesn't mean it defines who they are. And like, I've had to be better about that of being like, ew, that's so basic or that's so cheesy or that's not funny. And I'm like, that right. doesn't mean that's what they're like in person. And I right. think I need to just be better about that in general because it happens to me all the time where I really don't like someone's social media persona and I love them in person. I agree. I feel like I had such a problem with like influencers just because I associated them with like bachelor cast-offs that, you know, sold like fit tees and just like maximize their presence and which is fine. But when your entire fame is based off of going on a show for two episodes, it's like annoying for people that are like trying yeah. to get there. And, but now even I don't care cause I've met so many cool people like through Instagram that mm-hmm. are like, and I'm like, you're just like a person you're trying a to make person. a buck. And like, yeah. so am I. And like, who cares? And not everybody is like, has the gift of being witty with their words, right. you know? Like, it's, I don't it's, think it's, I'm it's, funny on Instagram. Like, I'm just not. Like, I think I'm a very funny person. My captions are not funny. I don't try and I don't make any effort. Okay. You well, know? So, I mean, so I'm saying like, I'm yeah. giving credit to what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, I think if you read right. my captions, you wouldn't be like, this is a funny person. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want to also talk about just like couples on social media and like oh, relationships yeah, yeah. and things like that. We kind of talked about it a little bit with our very first male guest 
guest, uh, James Crispy Shorts, but just like so reality, like social media versus reality, you know, and like things that are just like insane that people post with their significant others. Again, like wish I could do it, but I don't. So it's easy to criticize well, you. with me all the time. I think, huh? I, I think I hate on it and I'll be totally honest. I probably would. I, to the extent, to I don't know. Like my general feeling is that the people that like really feel the need to amp up their relationship continuously on social media, every post, I think there's a little something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. That like there's a reason that you need to do it. Once in a while, fine. Right. You go to a wedding with your significant other and you say something beautiful about being yeah. there with them or you're on a great trip or you just thank them or it's their birthday, whatever. But yeah. like, yeah, if it's like all the time, I'm always like, what is going on that you need this validation? There yeah. were two couples last year that did that so badly that... I was kind of like, I think something's up. And it was Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum and Anna Ferris and Chris mm, Pratt. Both who have broken up. Both broke up. And they both were like, love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. Like my husband, like they just were like quoting stuff that was so needless for like Valentine's day and stuff. And it seemed extra because it's like, we already know you're in love. Like we're good. And I think with celebrity couples, you have to remember like, it's not for them. It's for their like persona. Yeah. I mean, I think with people like normal people, it's honestly, you can be like candid and just be like talking good about your spouse. Like that's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. But with celebrities, I think it's the biggest red flag. When they go, when know, they start the to gush. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think otherwise they're having fun. Right. And when they stop having fun and something's weird, they're like wanting to reassure the public. I think so too. And I don't, I don't think that about everybody. I mean, I think when you're like really in love, like you do, that is all you care about. That is all you yeah, want to post about but you're on social like, media. This guy. Yeah. This you know guy. what I mean? You kind of like say things that are cutesy or you're not like doing full on like sonnets. I would do it. Yeah. yeah. Of course I would. I just think unfortunately, like, I think people should always know that like social media is not real. I know that like everybody should sort of know that, but like, I think we paint these pictures of our lives and our relationships as being so amazing and so yeah. perfect. And like, you know, it's all manufactured, all that stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I even worry sometimes that like, I'm, I'm so like critical because when people either stop posting about other people or over post about other people on my podcast, I'm like, oh no, something's, something's going on. You can tell. But yeah. like, I never post about my own husband. Do and you post so at like, all or is he like absent from No, you? he's like always there. He's just like not in frame. No, I mean like, yeah. Do you, do you post it all about him though? Or is it just not on brand? Uh, <laughs> No, I love it. Like I, I just like, he's like, is a normal person that like has a private normal life and yeah. like works. So I just don't want to like drag him into it. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't mind. It's just kind of like, yeah. I, I like to separate church and state. Yeah, totally. Like, I, 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 he's blocked from my Instagram. Oh, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want him coming home and be like, do you really think people like care about Stormy Webster? Like, Wait. I don't want to talk about like what I post about all day. So. <laughs> You blocked your husband? <laughs> yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> is that weird? No, it's normal. <laughs> no, like we have the best relationship, but like, I almost think that like, I, when I started to have to use social media, like for my business, I had to be so like over the top on it. And for him, a person that doesn't really use it or understand it that much, if I am like not responding and I'm like slammed all day and I have like a chicklet Insta story of like 30 things I said, yes. I, I, you know what? I, mean? I just don't want to talk about it. Wait, that is amazing. What, do, you, do you think he has like a Finsta he's following you from? I was just no. going to ask that. He doesn't care at all. He doesn't care. He's not like into it. Right. And I think that's why it works. And like, honestly, I, I, I block, <laughs> I block a lot of people um, because I think that what, gets 
what prevents a lot of entrepreneurs and people like that want to create content, the biggest thing that gets in their head is people that know them. And I love my husband so much, but he's not my target market. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So amazing. Do you think your relationship is stronger? Because at the end of the day, he comes home and he has no idea what you did all day. You have something to talk about. I honestly, I love the separation. I really do. Like, okay. I don't want to live my life where like social media is at home and like he's in my videos and then people are like, where is he or what's he up to? Like, I just, I I think it's nice to like have our life separate from that life. And that life is very much still me, but it's me all day when nobody else is around but tugboat. Yeah. I, I love this. Meanwhile, I'm like checking my sister's story to see if one specific person watched it this entire time. Um, <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. I like, I'll make sure his like knee is in it. Yeah. I was still yeah, married. Yeah. So really quickly, cause you wrote this in your email and I just wanted to address it that you, before you met your husband, like every guy cheated on you and they were terrible, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> we want to make sure to bring up this yeah, terrible time stuff. in your life before you, we transition. Your, you wrote that like, you could have easily been like, all men are terrible. This is a pattern, but it wasn't. Oh, and yeah. And I love that you like to speak about patterns and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I just that. Well, because I think, you know, I've been since I married. It's like it's not like I forgot about all the t- like times I was dating and it was like terrible and it seemed thankless. And I, yeah, the five guys I dated before my husband all like were with other people, but like told me they didn't want girlfriends. And like, what? I mean, yeah, like one a guy in college, like broke up with me, said he didn't want a girlfriend, came back from Christmas break. He was dating my sorority sister. They sat in front of me in econ. And I was just like, this is cool. Like, <laughs> wow. Um, I know there's a Chick-fil-A on campus, but I didn't realize like, I like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, what am I doing? He like, it was so strange. And then, um, yeah, I just had like s- such a weird pattern of people friend zoning me or like the first guy I ever kissed in college he like cried afterward because he missed his high school girlfriend. Oh it was like God. this trajectory. It was like, horrible. And people would like, I'm, I, I wish you guys could see my face. This is so crazy. So oh, you, it was all bad for you. It was all bad. The, I had this problem of like, I um, will, I, I like to have like intense conversations and I felt like I was, I would get into these intense conversations and I get friend zoned. And like, I don't know what about me, like makes you want to cry and miss your ex. And like, that's a tough <laughs> pill to swallow. Um, but I like to think it's cause you know, you can open up to me. I don't know. <laughs> cause I seem like a nice older like grandma. Yeah, yeah. So you're the girl that guys would date and go back to their ex. Yes, <laughs> truly. Uh, it, it's, I, I had I, a guy cry in bed with me once. After I mean, sex. It's, it's, it's really, really, it's a shot to the ego. Yeah, and it's like I'm glad you're comfortable around me, but, but I don't be think that's what I'm going for right now. Yeah, I just saw your dick. I don't really. <laughs> this is not the place for tears, right? And so, I, yeah, I just um, I had several terrible situations, and like right before I met my husband, I like found a. Uh, it was at Christmas time and I found a receipt uh, for like David Yerman jewelry in this guy's like jacket. And oh. it was kind of like I was out in New- I was in New York. I was like living my best life. I thought like dating was going to be different. It was like the exact same. Yeah. And I'm like, you are like stringing me along and you have somebody clearly you like better because we split at the tab at McDonald's last night. Like <laughs> yeah. oh and you're God. buying her like jewelry. jewelry. It, it was such a shot to the ego. But point being it's like it's, it's it's not personal it has nothing to do with you those patterns don't exist like somebody taking you to mcdonald's on a date feels personal well you know artichoke was closed yeah um, it's like it's a late night choice <laughs> i can't wait for this to be over so i can go to artichoke <laughs> wait stop continue what you're saying i like loved what you were saying um no it was just like the uh all you know is your own life and that's your sample size to project on what dating is and what relationships are yeah. but the reality is it's not an adequate cross-section of every human on the planet and every person's situation and everything's individualized and 
it's a numbers game. Like it's not romantic, but like, I honestly think at a point you meet somebody and the timing's right Mm -hmm. and you get along well and you want the same things and like everything comes together. And sometimes it's more spiritual than that. But like, I just think you kind of have to like keep at it. And I think sometimes bringing in the things that have happened to you in the past makes you a little bit like, it, it, it would make me react incorrectly to the next guy. Right. Cause yeah. I was over suspicious or like right. hypersensitive or whatever. And yeah. like, I was all those things with my now husband, but like, um, he got me. Yeah. Like it, it, it just was like, I, I did all these, all these equations trying to figure out like what the right thing was. But then like, it's, you, you have chemistry, or you don't, mm-hmm. you get each other, or you don't. It's like, I just felt like understood. Yeah. And it was a lot less complicated when I didn't have to obsess over the mechanics of how I should be. Right. I like that you don't obsess over the sins of the last person. And like, I'm very similar where like, I've had some pretty bad things happen to me in relationships. People I really loved. So have you, so is everybody. And just because the last person did it doesn't mean the next one did. I'm not afraid to get engaged because the last person I got engaged to left me so terribly. I lived with somebody who cheated on me all the time. That doesn't mean that like, I'm afraid to let my other boyfriend Right. Out, you know, and it doesn't mean you didn't validate the other person's fears. Like, I think that's the important part is like for your partner to not be insecure about you, like having some of those experiences. It does. It's nothing against them, but also you not like projecting somebody else's behavior on them. Like, I think it's totally fair to feel that way, but um, you can't make somebody else the bad guy before they ever are. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. OK. Yeah, good. I love that. I thought that was really well said. Great. Um, sadly, Kate has to leave us. I can't believe it, but she's going to leave. We've had a great hour with you, Kate, and we're going to say bye to you. And then guys stick around because we're going to do a fun new segment. Yes. We're introducing something new. But before we do that, um, Kate, if you could tell me where they can find you, the book, the podcast, your Instagram everywhere. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at be there in five F I V E, not the number. My podcast is also Be There in 5, be there in 5.com, be there in 5.etsy.com. I mean, if like that's like the name, you'll find it hopefully. Okay. And uh, yeah, this yeah. was so much fun. This is a lot of fun. We're really excited that you did this. this oh my great. gosh, thank you Good. so much. Thank you. Um, and I am really excited to introduce a new segment. Yes. Um, we asked you guys for these really long time ago. <laughs> we had this idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley had this idea and then we were like, what do we do with this? Um, so we asked you to send us emails of how you knew it was real with yes. your significant other and we got flooded and then we never used them. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we were going to use them. How did we start that? I don't know. How do we start asking for it? We put it on our Instagram story. I know, but did someone send a funny one? I feel like they always are prompted by like a funny listener. Yeah, I feel like all of our segments are probably p- prompted by your funny things. Okay. Um, but we got hundreds of messages. We got a lot of stuff involving food. Yeah, which I love this because we had Kate on, which who like I loved her so much. And I feel like a lot of that was revolved around artichoke pizza. So she <laughs> knew he was the like, I just am like, there's always food involved. So we're going to read some of these. Okay. You picked some really funny ones. Okay. Yeah, I have some good Do ones. Do you have an uh, how I knew it was real for yourself? Oh, for myself? Okay, yeah. I thought of one for you. I'll, okay, I have to say this. A lot of the ones we got were about snacks and about being fucking wasted. So <laughs> I, I'm i going to go take it way back to college. And this is a guy, I've, I talked about him a lot of times. We dated off and on for years, long distance. I knew it was real with him one night. It was the second night we ever hung out. I got totally blackout drunk, went over to his place. We were making out on his bed. And I think I was like being so just like all, I don't, 
I can't really remember. Bottom line, I think I rolled off the bed and then we ended up making out on the floor and I think I like broke a CD case. Like I was probably just like a beach whale, like rolling around on the floor, so drunk. He had like papers out because it was finals week. Like I probably like knocked over his papers. I was like basically like a tornado in this guy's bedroom to the point where he was like, let's get in the shower. Like he had to like remove me from she the- She can't like, break anything else yes, in this apartment. We go in into the shower. shower and we ended up hooking up in the shower and flooded the bathroom. As in Jesus, like the, the bathroom, We there was water up to our ankles when I walked. Like they didn't get their deposit back. Like we flooded his apartment. We, like, we, like, we sorry, they didn't Hurricane get- Hurricane the, Ashley. They didn't get their deposit back. Cause I mean, they were about to move out too. This is like graduation week, my senior year at Clemson. So- literally ruined this guy's whole bedroom, flooded the apartment. And then he had to drive me home because I had told him I had an 8 a.m. Exam, exam the next day. Had I not told him that earlier in the night, I would have missed my exam. So this guy luckily remembered it, tucked it away, drove me home, put me into my bed. I woke up for this exam the next day, drove to this exam, still drunk, took, took this exam, still drunk, wet hair from the shower, same outfit from the night before, fucking slutty jean skirt. Someone had to like hand me a pencil, showed up with nothing, took this, probably got an A. And... I went to the pool with my girlfriends later that day and they were like, someone saw him. What was I don't I'm going to give him like a name. Um, Tom, my friend Kat goes, Hey, Ashley, I saw Tom coming out of the business building. Like the building was called serene on the Clemson campus. I'm like, Oh, that's over. They were like, what happened? I'm like, no, you don't even know. Last night I was a fucking disaster. I like ruined his bedroom. I broke a CD case. I was like messing up all his paper piles for studying, flooded the bathroom. It was a whole mess. He had to take, take me home, put me to bed. And they're like, Oh that, yeah, that's bad. But I'd say that's over too. But instead he was like, she's the one literally called me within five minutes was like, Hey, you want to go hang out the lake? Want to go jet skiing? We went jet skiing. Yeah, because he wanted to use someone else's body of water and, uh, and equipment that you couldn't ruin. <laughs> I literally, he was like, called me. His friend had a jet ski on with Clemson. There's a lake. And he was like, do you want to go jet skiing? I'm like, excuse me? Did you mean to call me? I thought I was never going to hear from this guy again. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Last He's time like, was I'm fine. ready for the party. Like, I was I'm like, how can you want to date me? <laughs> How? What did the other girls in his life have to do? That was so crazy. They must have been boring. And this just sounded like something he wanted to sign up for. Making out this dude rolled off his bed, broke something. He was like, I got to put her in the shower. You really dated yourself with his CD cases there. <laughs> <laughs> What's his CD? His MP3 player. His iPod. What about you? Oh, I have like a sweet one. I don't have like a... I was dating somebody for about six months. I was like fully in love with him. But like, I knew it was like real, real. We weren't going to spend Thanksgiving together. It was like our first Thanksgiving as a couple. We weren't going to spend it together. So he called my mom and asked her what I like for Thanksgiving, Aww. what all of her recipes are. And he made versions of green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, stuffing, made a turkey, made gravy, had two bottles of wine. I came home. What? He had made like... He had made all the dishes two days before Thanksgiving just so that we could have Thanksgiving together at home. What? Yeah, it was really no, sweet. No, uh uh Yeah, it was so sweet. Okay, well, just as we said, all the best ones have to do with food and being wasted. Yeah. Without oh, further ado, you found some really good ones. You really did a lot of work for this segment. Okay, yes. I just sort of laid around on my back. Ready? Yes. Okay, I want you to start. Okay, so my how I knew it was real was when my current BF and I started dating. We went out with a couple of my friends. We've been dating for about a week at this point, and my friend kept buying me tequila shots. As the night went on, I got more and more hammered until I finally asked for the keys to his apartment that was around the corner at the time. He gave me his keys and kept trying to come with me, but I insisted that he stay and have fun. Well, he came home to me naked and a trail of puke from his bed to his bathroom and no. was definitely shocked. I woke up to it all cleaned up and him offering to get me some breakfast. 
will be together for four years in July. Oh my God. I just got chills. Why is that so romantic to One me? Week. Cleaned up the puke? <laughs> okay. Awesome. I wouldn't clean up my own puke. He, they have a date in a week. And this bitch gets tequila drunk, asked for the keys to his apartment to go throw up in his apartment. Right. Like she couldn't have just done it at her college apartment down the street. Well, he came home. She's naked, puke everywhere. And he's like, I love this girl. You know what? She did it right though. She got naked. <laughs> and again, offer, he offered to get her breakfast in the morning. Of course. I love that one so much. Um, I want, it was just one sentence. What? <laughs> How I knew it was real. He still had sex with me the entire time. I had seven weeks of mono. Okay. He, so he got mono clearly. <laughs> I think that just means that like nothing will stop a man from having sex with you. That's true. That doesn't mean they're loving you. That just means that they are disgusting. He's like, I'll take this mono. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. This one's so good. Okay. Okay. My boyfriend and I started dating in college. We kept it pretty casual for the first couple of months before we put a label on it, but I knew it was real after a drunken Thursday night out. We had been trying to get a hold of each other all night, but it just wasn't working. I blacked out and woke up to see I had called him 33 times. No! <laughs> so- so cringe. I thought for sure I'd sealed my fate and would be labeled psycho. Thankfully, he blacked out too, so it wasn't as bad. We both laughed it off and still joke about it occasionally. That's when I knew it was real. P.S. I never called him 33 times again. 33, 33 times. Can you imagine a time in your life you've ever called anybody three times in a row? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. Do you have another one? Yeah, I have another one sentencer. This is my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to end on a really sweet one. Okay. Oh, I have a, I do have a really sweet one also, okay. but I like the funny ones in okay. between. How I knew it was real. <laughs> he would take out slash put in my Nuva ring for me. <laughs> okay. All right. That is that is sheer intimacy. I've had somebody put a Nuva ring in for me. Yeah. Th- Thanksgiving dinner guy. He loved me so much. You guys, I'm sorry. There's so many good ones of these. I'm going to do one more, but I have so many more I want to do. There's one about a bodysuit. Did you see that one? Who cares? No, guys, I want to save the segment. Where am I going? This one's so sweet. My how I knew moment was early in our relationship. I'd stayed at his place one night and left my dog at my place like 10 minutes away. Well, I woke up really sick, just nauseous and crappy. I told him and said I was going to sleep a little bit longer and then go home to be with my dog. Well, when I woke up the second time, he had gone and gotten my dog, made me pancakes in bed. To me, that was the kindest, simplest thing, but it showed me how much he cared not to scream for my dog as well. I'm like crying. If a guy, to me, even when I'm, if I'm dating somebody and he like wakes up and offers to just even take Dewey out, it like warms my heart. It's like such a like act of service that I love. But the fact that she was sick and he was like, you know what? She, she wants to be with her dog. I'm going to go get her dog and bring him back. And then the pancakes. What a keeper. Okay. I have one more. I have one more. I have another one. Okay. okay. I have a sweet one. Okay. Okay. You have a funny one. Do the funny one. Okay. I knew it was real when we were about a year into dating and he woke me up a little after midnight on a Wednesday night with Chick-fil-A nuggets and my favorite buffalo sauce. He said, I know you fell asleep, but I figured you want nuggets anyway. You can wake me up for nugs anytime. It's It's been six years since then and we get Chick-fil-A together every Monday night. We're getting married next May. Oh my God. Oh my God. Chick- Chick-fil-A. Yes. Come to Denver. Katie, we'll see you we'll on July. We'll see you in Denver, girl. You and your nugs. Literally, if a guy wakes you up with nuggets, are you kidding me? Me. Literally, it's like the best. I'll, I'll take that over. You have chills. You just check. I did. <laughs> Chick-fil-A nugs and Chick-fil-A sauce. Her favorite buffalo sauce. Okay. 
<laughs> Katie in Denver. We'll see you soon and uh, bring us some nugs. I nug love, life. Nug I choose. You the, introduced me. Int- you introduced me that nug life. I know. I didn't choose the nug life. The nug life chose me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. One more. One more. Okay. This is a sweet one. I'm really enjoying this game. Let's keep I knew you would. I just okay. had to wait you out. You're right. You're right. You're you right. I was like, it. I'm not feeling this. I don't want to hear about people's amazing relationships, but I kind of love this now. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for six months and dating officially for three. He was visiting me in Iowa from Minneapolis for the last time before he moved to Washington State for a job. That's a lot of information. He said one of the hardest things about moving was not being able to easily come visit, specifically when I was having a hard time at my job. About three months later, I got really bad cold and texted him saying I didn't feel good and was upset about having to miss work and all I wanted was soup to make my throat feel better. He texted me back, look under your bathroom sink, underneath the boxes of tissues, and then go look in the plastic bag in your pantry behind the paper towels. (laughs) Fucking scavenger hunt over here. During his last visit, he had hid emergency and NyQuil under my bathroom sink and ramen noodles in my pantry with a note that said, despite being thousands of miles away from you, I still wanted to be able to take care of you when you need me. No! I love you and I will always be there for you, even if it's only to get you medicine and a pack of ramen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this game anymore. (laughs) What? Where are these guys? (laughs) Ashley and I are fully crying. Why am I crying at the NyQuil and the ramen? Because he left a note. It's so sweet. I know. Like, I just... <laughs> oh, I remember this one time <laughs> when, when I was really, some- really sick with my ex in 2016. And he didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I called him crying. Okay. And I called him crying from the urgent care and said, I'm throwing up blood in the parking lot of the urgent care on Ponce. I, he was like, I got to go to work. (laughs) I was in DC with my ex as a dinner with a friend and he had gone out to dinner also. And I had, if this has never happened in my life, I had this like, I turned funny and I had like a back spasm. I pulled my neck and I could not move. Like I've never been in pain like that before. Like you don't realize like how often you move your neck so you can't move your neck. And I had driven to the place I was at. So like I couldn't drive my car home. I didn't know what to do. So I like texted him. We were broken up at the time, by the way, but I was just there and just, um, you know, I had sex with him the day before. So, you know, you'd assume that they would help you. Right. Um, you think. Anyways, I was there and I was like, I can't move. I don't know what to do. Um, I have my car here. So I assumed that he would like take an Uber and like drive my car home. And he was like, yeah, I'm at dinner with my sister. So. Okay. I was like, I don't know what, what is the logical conclusion? I was supposed to divulge. You're going to come, right? And he's like, yeah, I just can't. I can't make it. This guy's out here leaving notes on ramen. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so crazy. All right. I think we need one more. Yeah. But I feel like let's end it on. All right. I'll fine. I'll just do this one. We'll see how it goes. I just feel like this is, you're going to, you're going to vibe with this one. Okay. Okay. All right. So I've been dating my boyfriend for a little less than a year. And I thought I I knew it was real when we said, I love you, but that does not compare to the love and commitment that man showed me last weekend when he helped me button my (laughs) bodysuit. Let me explain. I'm five, eight. I can rarely find a one piece bodysuit that can stretch to the length. My torso demands girl. I'm five, 10. I feel you. I shimmy into this tight bodysuit to find that the buttons are sitting at the top of my crack and the top of my vagina. I was laying on my bed, pulling it down. Like you pull up your tightest skinny jeans. He comes in and offers to help me button it. And still says I look hot as fuck after seeing me suck in everything to fit into this bodysuit. He's the one. I yes. Here's if a, I'm also naked. If, right. So here's the snacks. Here's the thing. If a man helps you into something like your skinny jeans or, or your, your bodysuit. Or your nuva ring. Or your nuva ring. <laughs> Marry that man. 
Which I love this. I like that you made me do this because I was not sure how this was going to go. And I love that love is still alive. Yes. And we shit on men a lot and the terrible things they do. But why not highlight some of the sweet things they do? And I, I will say... If a, if a man's natural reaction is to take care of you and you're sick, fucking hold on to that because I do not think that comes so naturally to them because they're not naturally nurturers. So men, when they're sick, it is the end of the goddamn world. They get a cold, they're having sniffles and they act like it's the end of the world. They are crazy. so pathetic yes. when they're sick. I've never seen anything like it. They are so weak. It is so pathetic. And they want you to take care of them and wait on the hand and foot. When you get sick, they don't even want to have anything to do with you. <laughs> So if a man, I, I do think that if his natural reaction is to take care of, I mean, oh my gosh, hold on to him. You got to keep her. Oh, I love that we did this. All right, you win. You're right. This is a great <laughs> idea. Okay. Um, guys, go to stupidliveshows.com and get tickets for Still View in Portland, Seattle, Denver, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, and Atlantic City, my favorite. Atlantic City, baby. We did it. All right. Lots of more shows coming soon. We promise. Oh, pre-sale codes, snack heads. <laughs> pre-sale. Uh, all that information will be on our website, yes. uh, stupidliveshows.com. Yes. Also, girlsgettypodcast.com, but just go to stupidliveshows.com. It's more fun. It's funny. And follow us on everything. Rate, review, nice reviews, please. We love you guys. You're so amazing. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. 